0: After an accident, minutes matter. Your words and actions matter even more. You need help, and you need it now. This is David vs. Goliath, brought to you by Dolman Law Group Accident Injury Lawyers, a boutique firm with a reputation for going head-to-head with the insurance company giants and putting people over profits.
1: In this video, I'm going to discuss what makes truck accidents unique and much different than your normal car accident, motor vehicle accident case. So I'm here with my partner, Stan Geip. Stan's a board certified civil trial lawyer designated as an expert in trial practice and litigation by the Florida Bar. Stan, the biggest mistake I always see when we take over cases from other lawyers and oftentimes other lawyers entrust us to handle some of their biggest cases, what is the difference between car accidents and truck accidents? Because I see Many lawyers, especially younger lawyers, treating them much the same, and they're so much different.
2: Well, to some extent, they are the same in that they're both accidents that happen on the road. Beyond that, there's very little that is the same about them. And the main reason being is that most people, when they sit down and you have an auto accident, I can look at it, you can look at it, we've been drivers, we can tell who's at fault, we can tell what happened. We know the rules of the road. We know what the state of Florida has set. We can kind of size up a lot of this. And a lot of attorneys just approach truck accidents the same way. Problem is, most everything a trucker has done wrong or negligent is going to be found in the Code of Federal Regulations, usually Chapter 49, which is the federal rules that govern truckers talks about how long they can drive, how often they can drive, how long their brakes must be, safety equipment, inspections, all this other stuff that doesn't apply to the average person.
1: Which is the FMCSA, which is the uh, Motor Carrier Safety and Standards Act. But what I often see is that you know many lawyers don't – one, they don't have the financial resources to hire the experts that are necessary because it's such an expert Latin area when you're handling an 18-wheeler or a big-rig truck accident case. What we see with these semi-truck accident cases is truckers are, are – there's a, there's a certain governing uh, set of laws and rules as to the amount of hours that a trucker is allowed to drive consecutively, how often they have to take breaks, and what their hours are to be set during a given week or month. Let's talk about that for a moment because most individuals who are just handling normal run-of-the-mill personal injury cases or car accident cases, they don't understand that there's two major – you know, in the, start, in the beginning of any claim, you don't want to reverse engineer. Is there a negligent maintenance claim? And is there a negligent retention hiring claim? And if I don't understand the actual rules to the road, especially regarding trucks and semi-trucks, you're going to lose. You're going to uh, downplay your case. And you're not going to get the full value of what that claim is truly worth.
2: That's exactly it. And Matt, I can tell you, this is even a mistake I made early on in my career, okay? You got to spend the money. As an attorney, and this is why a lot of people need attorneys, in order to properly work up a claim, in order to get full value for a claim, you have to spend the money. OK, we're going to have to spend thousands of dollars to retain an expert, to look at the logs, look at what happened and identify all the specific theories of liability and sort of avenues of recovery that may be available. While you and I may have done this several times in the past and may be good at looking at it and sizing it up on the initial phone call, it's an expert that's going to drive the ship. OK, it's like uh, other things, a life care planner, Okay, a doctor most people have never seen life care planners. The type of doctor most people would never think to see unless they're involved in this type of accident. They're very expensive, okay. And a lot of firms avoid getting them involved in claims. Well, when you're dealing with a semi claim, we know there's big coverage usually, okay. We don't want to just collect for what someone's been through, okay. That's easy. This is how much the medical bills were. What it take to get better? We want to collect for what's going to happen, what they're going to go through. That's the secret. That's where sort of the big recovery is, because if you've got permanent injuries, you're going to deal with them over a number of years. You have to have a life care planner to tell us what that's going to cost. Okay, A minor spine injury, if it requires some interventional pain, can be a million-dollar claim because of the cost of future medical care on younger people. So it's developing the theories of liability with the experts up front that are very expensive, the those are usually ex-
1: semi-truck, trucking accident experts.
2: Yes, that's it. Semi-trucks, semi big rig cases, truck accidents, 18-wheelers, whatever you want to call them. They're special. Mm-hmm. We need the expert on the front end. We need a life care planner on the back end. And you need to make a full court press on these types of claims. They can mm-hmm. be valuable. They need the proper attention. They need the proper medical care. And you need a claimant that's interested in getting better and willing to follow their attorney and doctor's instructions on how to document everything they've been through.
1: And for our viewers, you know, a a strong truck accident expert, these guys, all they do is look at truck accidents and they kind of reverse engineer how did it happen. So they're going to download the black box data and they're going to do a full inspection of the truck to look at all the maintenance issues, as well as the maintenance log to see every time the truck has been repaired, has been serviced, and what issues might be latent in that specific semi truck and trailer that's attached, they're also going to research what type of load was being handled, and was the truck uh, overfilled, was it carrying too much of a load, and where was it going and should have been on that very road that it was on? because uh, there's always standards and rules and regulations that govern where trucks are allowed to travel as well. and so you can't treat it like a typical personal injury case. you know, a good truck accident case usually is running us 50 to 100,000 dollars in experts at a minimum. I mean, these are your normal average personal injury lawyer or car accident lawyer may not be able to shoulder those type of expenses without a big credit line. So if you're not used to handling those type of cases, buyer beware. If you've been a victim of a, of a truck accident, you've been hit by a semi-truck, you got to be very careful in the lawyer that you, uh, yeah, you hire a law firm that you retain.
2: Well, and there's a number of different regulations out there that just typically don't apply in typical cases. For instance... Hey, as you and I sit here, most people can't tell you how the reflectors are legally required to be placed on a semi trailer. But when you've got an accident where a semi trailer is crossing a lane of travel and someone hits them, that becomes very, very, very relevant. And you may, and if you don't know those requirements are there, if you don't know your expert needs to get out there right away before they repair this, before they put additional reflectors on it, and before they do stuff like that then you're behind the eight ball. You're not going to get the full recovery that you should on your case because you're giving the defense more ammunition to devalue the claim. There are, I mean, the Code of Federal Regulations is so detailed on requirements, it gets down there to talk about the type of powering systems they have to have on their windshield wipers. There's a whole nother level of requirement and scrutiny when you're driving a multi-ton big rig down the road at 80 miles an hour, 70 miles an hour, because the propensity to kill people in these accidents is so much higher than when you're driving a small vehicle. The ability to stop these vehicles, it takes so much longer than it does with a small vehicle. The safe following distances, the safety procedures for these vehicles are so much different than what we're dealing with with your average vehicle, that any semi case, any 18-wheeler case, any big rig case at all requires an attorney that knows what they're doing, will get it going correctly from day one and get you out of the gate right so that you finish strong.
1: So if if you're hiring a trucking accident lawyer, what's the key criteria that you're going to be looking at? If you're researching the best truck accident lawyers in the area or a truck accident lawyer near me,
2: It's going to be experience. Look online. It's going to be experience and people who have the resources and experience to do it. It's two things. It's know-how and ability. Okay, that's really what most of life comes down to. Do you know how to do it and do you have the ability to do it? Know-how is the experience of the attorney, someone who's done it before, someone who's seen it before, someone who knows where to find the experts and doctors. Ability comes from the firm behind that attorney. Can they finance what needs to be done? Can they put sometimes a twenty, fifty, or a or $100,000 that needs to be invested into these claims before you see a recovery? Because if they're not willing to put that money out there, you're not going to have the documentation, you're not going to get the full recovery, and once again, you're fighting with someone who has an unlimited pocketbook.
1: Yeah, shoestring budgets bring back shoestring results, and that's the uh, biggest mistake we often see with many of these cases. They're not properly funded.
2: You don't learn that until you've been practicing for a while, honestly. You think yeah, truck that- truck accident's a war of experts. Well, it is. It's a war of experts, and you can tell them this is exactly what the experts are going to say until the expert says it, until you actually spend the money to get the report. They're not going to take it seriously.
1: One last question. So we often see this in truck accident claims. We already discussed a negligent maintenance claim against the owner of the big rig or semi. What is a negligent retention hiring claim? What brings that about? What are we looking at?
2: Well, that's got to do with the history of the driver himself. Okay. I mean, you could, as common sense as it may be, if someone's got three DUIs in the past four years, you probably shouldn't put them behind the wheel of a big rig. Okay. If someone's got a significantly bad driving history, you shouldn't put them behind the wheel of a big rig. So that's kind of the crux of a negligent hiring or retention type of claim. It is an active negligence type of claim on the employer, meaning the employer has actively done something wrong. They've hired a bad person. They've got an improper driver in there, and it changes somewhat the dynamics of the claims. Understood.
1: Well, appreciate your time, Stan. I appreciate the viewers out there. If you have any further questions, just give us a call today, eight three three five five crash, for a free consultation or a free case review, or go to our website, www. Dolmanlaw.com. That's D O L M A N L A W.com. Thank you and have a great day.
0: This episode of David versus Goliath is over, but your journey is just getting started. To share your story with us, visit dolmanlaw.com. That's D O L M A N law.com or call 866 965 6242.